Check out the Under the Table podcast with Jason Ryan, your go-to for all sports gambling and analysis. All I'm trying to do is make people money, and this is how we're going to do it today. Follow the show on Twitter at Under the Table DSP. Get the show at UndertheTablePodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Four! Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of From the Rough, America's favorite PGA golf podcast starring me. I am IndyCar Tim. You see on the screen, if you are watching live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, the magical and mystical Mr. Chris Bussell from the Highlands Performance Golf Center. Chris, how are you? Great. I love the music. I'm ready to roll. Gets me jacked up to listen to that. You know, I listen to that on a regular basis in my car. Of course you do. My favorite a- part of it is this, though. Well, I don't know about that. I, I don't have any. I don't have any past experience of saying that that word, oh, but I others have. <laughs> we haven't played golf together, so yeah. As soon as you, I know. isn't that funny? We haven't done it yet. I've got three or four of these per hole. Four. <laughs> it's not a pretty sight. Uh, you will notice absent from the broadcast tonight, Mister John Gerber. He's handling up on actually some podcast business tonight. Yes. So we were happy to let him go take care of all that good stuff for happy. us, but. You notice the ticker, the view ticker is already going. Oh, yeah. Somebody just commented that he, they're happy they tuned in just because he wasn't. They love the, the GERB-free broadcasts. They think those are the best, but That's right. we have to disagree. But, well, you know what? We've got his picks, though, for the uh, Wells Fargo Championship. We're going to get into a little bit later in the show. Got a funny story from the Masters. I know it's a little bit late, but this is the first show we're doing after the Masters, so we're going to get to that story. The first... Bus, we need to talk about the Valspar Championship this past weekend. Yes. We had a first-time winner. First, well, I was going to say, so we, got a, we got a taste of maybe the next up-and-coming star or yeah. the next young gun. Like, you know, there was a, that batch of Fowler, Justin Thomas, those guys, and now Sam Burns, he might be the next wave of that. You know, the Johnny Vegases and the Tony Finales. Right, so. right. That was good. I was, I'm convincing three-shot victory, too, for him. Man, so I, I watched the weekend. I didn't watch um, rounds one and two, but I watched Saturday and Sunday. And, you know, Sunday, uh, he and Keegan Bradley were paired together. And, man, Keegan Bradley just had nothing for him on Sunday. Nothing. Yeah, and Keegan's solid, too. I mean, that's a guy who's been on the – you know, he's been there for 15 years, maybe 10, at least 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's pretty solid, and he's, he's had, you know, in the winner's circle. But, yeah, he had, he had nothing to bring. So Burns um, shot a 68, six, uh, 67, 63, and 69 to win yeah. the tournament, as you mentioned, by three over over uh, Bradley, minus 17. Well, he was 17 under. Bradley was 14. And I couldn't believe it was that close because Bradley, like I said, he couldn't get out of his own way on Sunday. He really had nothing for Burns. But that moves Burns into the top 50 in the world and the 14th in the FedEx Cup. Yeah, it's huge. And a Ryder Cup nod, too. Yeah. I mean, don't forget that every one of these wins for anybody the rest of the year, I mean, those – that's a case for a captain's pick. If it's somebody like uh, Sam, who's not on the radar. Right. Um, but yeah, the convincing his three, I mean, three shots. I mean, they're hard to win golf tournaments, but to win by that's a big margin, even though it didn't yeah. sound like it. And to have four sub 60 rounds. I mean, yeah. we have to maybe, and we have to maybe look to see if that's been done 
There's sub only, 70. Only, it hasn't been done all the time. I mean, especially based on how old he is. You, so. you said four sub 60 rounds. That that would be a, a, a feat, but of course, four. Rounds, sub sorry. 70, yeah. 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 Put that in, a, I'll throw myself under the bus. Yeah, you're going under the bus. That's right. So um, other players who had a notable weekend, my new personal favorite golfer, Mr. Max Homa, who we'll talk about in a little bit on the Wells Fargo. Looked like he was going to be yeah. a contender going into the final round. He was just one stroke back of the leaders. Uh, let's see. Abraham Answer also looked like he was in contention, but um, they really had nothing. Justin Thomas was up there, shot a uh, seven under. He tied for 13th. By the way, also, Justin Thomas moves to number one in the FedEx Cup rankings. It's a yeah, big that's, achievement that's for important, him. too. I mean, obviously, that that's a, that's a big deal. I mean, not, you know, for guys like him – I mean, it's still it's still a big pay payday at the end of the year. I mean, that's yeah. a big. I mean, you know, but maybe he, you know, a guy like that that makes that kind of money, maybe he would rather have the world number one ranking than the FedEx Cup ranking. But still, I mean, the money. I mean, the world number one doesn't get you what the FedEx Cup money gets you. Who's so, our world number one right now? I think it's still DJ. Is it still DJ? Because he's played like crap. I know, but I think I think it is. I mean, it. I don't, I don't know what necessarily changed. I, I felt like it was, I felt like in the past they, it shifted. It moved a lot. Like it was, it was harder to stay number one for, I mean, and it's funny that we were looking into it now because with Tiger, we never had to worry. Cause for, I mean, for 10 straight years, it was always him and it didn't right, matter what. Right. And now it's moving back and forth. You know, John Rom was there for yeah. a little bit. Rory's been there. So, but I think it's, I think it's still DJ. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. World golf ranking, uh, John DJ's one, Justin Thomas is two, John Rahm is third. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So you know, but uh, you know you're, you're Max Homa though. He that he's coming a long way, and he's got a nice combination of kind of like being able to do the social stuff. I read a great article about him this week. Um, Dude, he's so a great and, and, and a, learning a lot about what it takes to you know win the golf tournaments and play well in them. And so his his game has certainly improved. He is a great follow on social media. I mean, on on Twitter, dude, yeah. he's, he's got a, a sense of humor. His tweets are timely. They're informative and they're funny. I know. You know. I mean, it's hard to compare. I mean, normally when you compare someone who has both, like they they, they play at a high level in their occupation or, or their profession, and they do the social thing, right? It's. I mean, like if you take LeBron, well, he's only playing once every two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, or somebody yeah. that's, I mean, that has more time to do that. I mean, we're talking about Monday, you know, we're talking about Monday practice rounds. Then you get the, I mean, Tuesday, Wednesday's the pro him. And then four rounds. If you make the cut, it's hard to find. And, you know, you think the golf is you know, five hours on TV. I mean, yeah, I think those guys are getting there. I mean, they're getting yeah. there at least two hours before. And, right. and some of them are staying two hours after. And those are full, full days for those guys. So that's for him crazy. to be able to do both, that's funny. And he's good at it too. So it seems to me the level of competition uh, the NFL would call it parody uh, or other sports, but the level of competition here this this year really going even you know I know it's a joint combined twenty twenty one season that they're in the we're in the middle of here. Just it seems like there's a lot of parody. Like you you really from week to week you really don't know, and that's got to make it hard on Johnny when he's doing his picks. But he's still really he's still really he's good. still really good at it. Yeah. I'm still really good. And the Valspar. Um, the Valspar is a funny story we can share. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, tell. He, uh, he had three of the four uh, guys who were at, they were they were second, third, and fourth, or their first, third, and fourth after rounds one, two, and three, but wasn't able to get the bets submitted because oh. he missed the, missed the deadline. Or you know, but he but he did get the Kentucky Derby winner. So not that that, not that, that matters for golf shows, but 
but he's, I mean, he's getting better. But I remember, see, the reason why I, the reason why I always shared that he was so good at it is because I think it was a lot easier. And forget like the Tiger dominating everything. I'm still right. saying he was still picking top five and top tens, and he was doing it on a regular basis. And now it's like it's just so much, you know, so it's ch- more challenging to pick right. him. Right, and it's but it's fun to watch, man. It's really fun to watch. I mean, because of that, you've got guys like Sam Burns winning his first tournament. You had Max Homa win a little bit earlier in the season, and uh, you know it's it's like I said, going into Sunday, it's it's usually anybody's anybody's tournament. So that's that 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 does what make it is what makes it exciting. There's not a guy that's running away with it who used to run away with it all the time. I mean, it's somebody that, and and even and we see we've seen a little bit of the wire to wire. See, that's still rare. You don't you don't really see that wire to wire stuff. Uh, you know, for leading right. in the first round all the way, and then yeah, you do kind of feel like there's been more winners from like groups two and three than the final group. Like yeah. the, like the final group guys aren't on TV sometimes in the in the last couple of weeks because yeah. they haven't they haven't won so. Yeah, and you've got the winner in the third from last group that you know got the low score, and he's in the clubhouse waiting for everybody to finish so TV can make it official, and and you know yeah. so you get to watch some of the the has also rans that are you know bogeying it up uh, heading into eighteen. But uh, like I said, it makes it a lot of fun to watch. The Valspar was no different. Looking forward to the Wells Fargo. Uh, so, were there any surprises for you from the Valspar? I mean, we didn't do a show bef- the week before, so we didn't really get to talk about it. But did you have any surprises? No. Well, I mean, the score the scores were really good again. I mean, sixty three. You know, you're never going to see sixty. You notice that you don't see sixty three on Sunday ever. I mean, you see sixty eight maybe on Sunday. I mean, think about how Sunday is. It's almost like it's its own golf tournament. I mean, the first two days. Some of those guys are are just trying to make the cut. I mean, honestly, they they treat it as two different tournaments, right? Yeah, yeah. Saturday has always been the moving day, so that's where you see sixty three from Sam on Saturday, and then Sunday it's it's all it's just a whole it's just a whole other, another event. I mean, you don't really see too many times a guy. I mean, we're talking if you shoot sixty three on Sunday and you're in tenth. I mean, we're talking like that's how many places you could move up. Right. You could, those guys in the last you know three, handful of groups, they're going to shoot like a couple under two or three under, I mean, they're not going to shoot six under seven unders. Yeah. But like I said, that makes it, <clears throat> excuse me. That makes it just tremendously fun to watch. And like I said, for those gamblers out there, I, I, I wonder how they do it sometimes. And, uh, it's such a grind. Yeah. Just let this all be a reminder. Let Johnny's story be a reminder to you gamblers out there. If you're going to place bets on the tournament, make sure you actually place the bets. Make don't, sure you get them in. Yeah. Get don't just, pick. don't just make picks, make uh, bets. See, that needs to be Johnny's new uh, slogan. Don't make picks, make bets. Make, yeah, make bets. <laughs> I, have to let him. I might sell that to him. I might try to sell it. You him. know, I got, I got, I mean, with, with Valspar, I got, I got, I was kind of torn. I was started, started to watch the senior event. Yeah. Because Brian Daly was in the lead. Oh, he yep. was tied for the lead. Coming My down boy. the stretch, your boy on eighteen. Did you now? Did you see what happened to him on eighteen? I didn't. I, I saw. I saw the scoring, but I, I never did switch it over. Well, he hit he hit his approach shot to the green, and he you could tell he wasn't wasn't talking to it in a negative way, and it it found the water short See. of the green, and it you know it almost cleared the water, mm. and there's still some area before the green starts, but we're talking like that's a full club short, right. and and the thing is he told his caddy he you know I hit it good, bud, like in the I mean when it went in the water he's like I hit it good, so if he hit it good. That is either a gust of wind hitting it, or that's yeah. either the caddy, you know, maybe giving them the wrong club. I, I felt bad for him because I was, I was torn. I was watching it, um, and it's mm. nice to see him out there, even though he's trying to, you know, intimidate Santa Claus. He's, he's giving Santa Claus a good run. 
from what he looks like. Man, I know he looks amazing I mean, right now. But it's just almost like it was almost too good. Like almost you did, you knew he wasn't gonna win. Because God. it's so hard to do that. And then he puts that in the water. Right? When was his last win? Do you know? Off the oh, top no, of your head? I don't. Back in time in the majors, that'd be good to look up. I mean, I don't know if I mean I don't know if he's won. I don't, know if, I don't think he's won on the Champions Tour. I don't think. So it had to be a PGA. So his that. last PGA Tour victory came in San Diego in 2004. Yeah. Uh, so he must not have won yet on the uh, – sorry, I still call it the Seniors Tour because that's what it is. Champions, yes. I don't think he has. Not everybody that plays on the, on the Senior Tour is a champion, okay? That's true. That's true. That's true. You're right. That's a good point. I mean – where they came up with that name? I mean, senior. Why is senior sound old? Yeah, I feel like it's not politically correct it's 50. anymore. It's fifty on the PGA Tour. I mean, that's the that's the line where you're going to be eligible to play on the right, Champions. Right. So, not to say you still can't play. The turn. I mean, look at Phil. He's yeah, getting, sure. He's he's dominating over it on the Champions Tour, but he's getting his ass handed to him on well, the PGA. Steve, same with Steve Stricker. Steve Stricker's Stricker, dominating yeah. the Champions Tour, and he's played in the, the tour. He led the tour event yeah. for a month ago. So. Yeah. That's so that's mix. just a difference. That's but, a difference. I know, like the the so the, let's let's talk about that for just a second. The difference in course setup for the regular PGA Tour and the Champions Tour. Now they're setting the Champions Tour. Those those courses are shorter, obviously. A lot. I would say. I mean, we're talking five five hundred yards at least. Really? Short. Okay. So if you put that in, I mean, if you just if you think about that perspective wise, I mean, you can do the math on how many holes. But I mean, really, it's like the par threes go from like. 220, 215 to like 185, 190. Like what and I would play. Five, yeah. even, and the par, I mean, the par fives are, you could say they're reachable maybe, but I, I don't think you'd see, I don't think you'd see that much different in the fives. It's, it's the fours. You're not seeing 470, 480, 460. You're, I mean, you're seeing more of like 420 right. and 415. And so that's where you'd see the, the bigger difference. But. Sounds like I'd like to, I'd like to uh, play a course setup for the seniors too, I think. <laughs> Probably wouldn't do very well. I still think they. So, but uh, I mean, pin placement, things like that. They still, you know, they. I know they. They and I know they change them every day. But you know, are they making them as difficult as they are on the on the regular tour? No, no, probably not. I mean, I, I've, I've I've watched enough of it where the I don't think people really. I mean, I think the flagstick length. I mean, is three yards or four right. yards. I mean, you can't, you, so you do see fours. That would be the minimum technically right. that you right. can put it tucked. Right. But you don't see that on the, I mean, you're going to see sevens. Right. Like, I remember looking at like us open pin sheets before even the masters pin sheets. When you see like four from the left, I mean, that's not, that's nothing. You, you right. don't, you can't miss left of that at all. Right. So those champion store guys get, they get a little bit of a break, but I mean, we're talking, I mean, th- four, three yards. Yeah. I mean, so, but still, it's still challenging. Yeah, I'm still but a the fan. Is where it's it's really different. I mean, I'm still a big fan of the Champions Tour, the Seniors Tour, because those are the guys I watched. You know, I know. 20, 30 years I mean, ago. You know, Corey Pavin and Fred Couples. Those man, those were my two guys. Other than yeah, you know, John Daly were, yeah, for sure. Um, back you in the day, named, you just named the longest hitter and the shortest hitter. Yeah, I mean, possibly <laughs> right there. <laughs> but uh, you know, and I man, when I was playing in high school in the late '80s, and then right out of school, I still played for a little bit into the mid. You know, into 96 or so before I, I quit for a while. But, uh, man, watching Raymond Floyd, Greg Norman, Corey Pavin, Fred Couples, uh, oh, yeah. all, all those guys, man, they're just, they, they helped along my love of golf. You know, and, you know, Craig Stadler, 
Fuzzy Zeller. The walrus. The walrus. The walrus, yeah. I mean, just uh, Craig Stadler always cutting up on, on – we always had something on Monday to talk about that Craig Stadler did in a tournament. I mean, he was always pulling there, some knucklehead move. There were there – yes. There were a lot – I mean, they, they, they're very, very different, like, I mean, personalities. Like, yeah. these guys – I mean, think about your, like, Homas and Burnses and Justin Thomas it's all, and Speed. They're almost, like, all the same person. Yeah, they're robots. <laughs> I mean, you know, and then you have, like, your Kepkas and DJs, which are the same person, right? I mean, those guys back then, we were all their own. Yeah. They all had their diff- – they were different in, in so many ways. I mean, you know, some guys would, you know, they would play slow. Some guys would, would like, would they weren't, like, Greg Norman wasn't shy about never taking a bet. Right. Or telling somebody how it was, right? I mean, yeah. they just all had their own personality. You know, do you know why I think that is, though? Well, what? because he was. No. was well, no, I'm talking about the, the lack of, the robotic lack of personality for the majority of the players now. Man, yeah. I, I, I think I attribute that to Tiger. Look how successful he was and how he was just down to, down to business. Every tournament that he played, it was all about the competition. He was true. super focused on what he was doing. He didn't even interact with his fellow golfers, really, no. back in his heyday. You know, he had very little conversation. It was all about the game. He was a robot out there playing golf. Yeah. And I think a lot of people saw that and like, oh, well, I need to be that way personality-wise and comp- competitively to emulate what Tiger did. And now you have all these guys that grew up watching him when they were little that are now on the tour, and they're trying to trying to be just like that. You know, Tiger's not like that anymore, you know, now no, that he's def- older. Definitely not. definitely not like that. He's having way more fun on the tour. I mean, he's not winning as much, but he's having way more fun. Even, you know, everybody has commented on that. The uh, Tiger documentary, they commented on that, that since he's come back, you know, in, what, 2017, 2018, that he, everyone says he's much more of a cut-up. He's much more personable way more charismatic on the field, on the, on the course yeah. and just, you know, he's out to talk to everybody. So I don't yeah. know. That's just a theory I had about why everybody acts that way now. <clears throat> so, all right, the Valspar championship. There's your recap. We uh, need to remind everybody the, uh, from the rough brought to you by the Highlands performance golf center in Carrollton, Texas, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility, 65 cover tees. They're covered in heated tees. Uh, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area. They have two kinds of sand, two kinds of bunkers with different sand in them, which I didn't even know was a thing until I tasted both the sands, and then I realized, oh, these are different sands. I get it now. Uh, yeah, so the, the, it's a darker one has a little bit like of a, a more of a potent, like like oaky afterbirth as comparison to the white sand, you know, which is like more fruity. More fruity, and I like the fruity kind, actually. It's easier to hit out of, too. As far as far as I know, but uh, and also the brand new um, putting studio with all of the latest putting technology to help you get your putting uh, up to tour level, whether you use the blade, whether you use the mallet. I tell you, I'm a big fan of Sam Burns Odyssey putter. Oh, yeah, the throwback, man. I I need I I looked him up online. I can get one for about one hundred and eighty bucks. So I might start a, a GoFundMe so I can go buy one of those new Odyssey putters. Since I can't use the the old Happy Gilmore Odyssey putter that I really wanted to, they don't let me oh, yeah. use that on golf courses. Unfortunately, the hockey blade. Well, don't you have some kind of a relationship with a, a facility that has merchandise? You know, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, re- I read that once. That, we might be able to do something better than one one eighty. I mean, maybe. I read I read that in one of my bios, but you know, I haven't heard from anybody. But anyway, the Highlands Performance Golf Center. Uh, go check them out. They've got a great golf fitness facility with Mr. Chris Ownby. He'll get help you get your body in shape for the perfect swing. Give him a call, 
972-733-4111 or check them out on the web, highlandspgc.com. Thank you, Highlands, for all that you do for golf and the local golf community and this show. So, um, Bus, a funny story that I saw coming out of the Masters. Again, we're a few weeks removed from the Masters, but uh, I didn't get to this story on the uh, broadcast before. So I thought to bring it up now It's because it's interesting. Everybody knows the great Gary player, and everybody knows to start the Masters, you have your ceremonial start. The Black Knight, yes. Gary player, the Black Knight, and the Golden Bear. You got the Black Knight and the Golden Bear, ceremonial start. We miss Arnie. Certainly miss, miss Arnie, Arnie out there. Um, but they invited this year, uh, of course, the great Lee Elder, who was the first black individual first to, right. uh-huh, to, to play in the Masters in 1975. By the way, Dallas Roots, Mr. Lee Elder. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so Wayne Player, who is the son of uh, Gary Player, was caddying for Gary. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm, this story's choking me up already. Well, the other player's son, uh, Mark Player, who I believe is the oldest older brother, son of nine-time major champion Gary Player, claims that his brother has been banned from the Masters for using the occasion um, as the honorary at the honorary starter ceremony for what's being called ambush marketing. Oh, have you heard any of this? Nope. I don't know this at all. So Wayne Player, who was caddying for his dad, Gary, at the ceremony, was widely criticized for displaying a box of encore golf balls in the background of the shot as the television cameras focused on Lee Elder. And I remember seeing this. So Lee Elder's sitting down there in the chair. Yeah, Gary's over on one side of him. Jack's on the other. And Wayne's there next to his dad. Literally, this is your box of golf balls. He's not just holding it in his hand. He's doing Uh, this with the encore logo clearly present and and visible on tv and i was like well that's weird i wonder how much they paid for that uh Mm. social media users were quick to condemn wayne player's actions including his own brother mark who tweeted embarrassing and illegal ambush marketing by wayne player during a traditional ceremony at the masters um so after of course hideki matsuyama that was a great victory by the way uh, yeah. CBS golf writer Kyle Porter posted a picture of Matsuyama's caddy bowing on the final green alongside one of Wayne Player holding the packet of encore golf balls along with the caption, I can't think of a tournament in recent history that's had more contrasting beginnings and ends. Because, of wow. course, the, the embarrassing Wayne Player holding, you know, the ambush marketing. But, dude, how great of a moment. Again, we're going to get to talk wow. about this, but how great of a moment was that when, when Matsuyama's was- caddy went over and just bowed on the green? You know, I, I noticed this. I noticed that I, I'm thinking it had to be CBS because they they use that as their last. You know, they you know they do the sports introductions yeah, or I mean, yeah. like the, the previews yeah. of all that. That's the last thing they show. I mean, that was that that was an awesome moment for him to do that. Uh, so it, it's great. Mark Mark Player responded to the Kyle Porter uh, article. Said agreed. Wayne has since correctly been banned from Augusta National. And the Masters Tournament. What a shame. What an embarrassment. What a bad decision to allow him on the tee after years of similar shenanigans. Oh, so he knew there must have Apologies been Apologies to all. So uh, when asked by uh, Telegraph Sport if Wayne Player had been banned from the club and the tournament, Augusta National re- refused to comment. Yeah, that was going to say, I-, I was just going to tell you, they ain't saying anything. And they won't. It says Wayne Player offered an apology to Golf Digest after after the initial criticism of his behavior. The only thought from that point was that it 
would be cool for fans to know what ball my dad was teeing off with. That's uh, where there's it other is. ways to do that, though. <laughs> if I've hurt people's feelings, and I'm truly sorry, and I hope they will forgive me. However, it's not the first time that Wayne Player, aged 58, has courted controversy. He was arrested for fraud in 2019 over an incident involving a house rental at the 2018 Masters. The, oh. the check he wrote to the homeowners bounced, and he failed to follow through with payment. He spent what he described as five nights of hell in Augusta, Georgia jail. He was charged wow. with one count of deposit account fraud for bad checks, totaling greater than $499, but in a 2019 interview with the Golf Channel, he claimed the, cart, the charge was dropped after the homeowners were paid in full. It's unclear whether Gary Player knew about or condoned what his son did during the starter ceremony. The three-time Masters champion has been an ambassador and shareholder for Encore since 2019, according wow. to the company's website. So Gary Player is a shareholder in the company. Well, Something else is, I mean, something else I'm just learning. I, I didn't realize you could, I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about a $500 check. You can do five nights in jail. <laughs> hey, it's a, a night per hundred bucks. It's sad that like, that's not the only thing that I heard, but that was the thing that stuck with me after I heard that. That's kind of surprising. So of course, Encore quoted uh, that, that we did not ask or instruct Mr. Player to have our ball sleeve visible during the ceremony and are sorry if his actions caused any offense or was a distraction from the wonderful recognition paid to Mr. Lee Elder. And of course, yeah, and that was a great, great moment, man, having him yeah. out there as a start. He's he's had some health problems lately, and he's, you know, again, he's 86, but um just man, what one a great thing about, one thing about Augusta that, that does that they do it differently than everybody else. That there's no trucks, there's no tour vendors there. There's nothing. I mean, there's no, there's no fan, there's no there's no other signage on the golf course than that you would normally see. They don't do that. I mean, look at the T markers, for example. There's not like yeah. it's not the AT and T logo. It's not the Wells Fargo logo. They don't they don't mess with that stuff. And if, I mean, they 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 do a a, a good job of that too. I mean, right. in terms of you you see the patrons, right? They all have Augusta shirts on. They all yeah. have the Masters flag shirt on. That's it. You don't see a lot of that. No signs. No no beer cans. Right. No none of that. So I don't think Happy Gilmore would have been allowed to play at Augusta. No, he uh, probably wouldn't have been able to. No, not not if he, even if he was invited or qualified. For not it. even if not. he was real. That's right. You know, you, you mentioned real. the you mentioned the uh, T markers, and I'm 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 paying it. I'm paying big attention to all the T markers this year because uh, my favorite one so far this season is was last last weekend at the Valspar. Did you notice what the T markers were? I didn't know. I didn't paint cans. Oh yeah, yeah. Valspar yeah. paint. Like every every T marker had like the you know, one gallon week, paint. This cans. week at Wells, they'll be the they'll be like the horse chariots. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, Harbor Town. It was the lighthouses on either side, you know. But I just thought that was great. I, I love the little bits like that that golf does. Those, on, the small on things, yeah. yeah, it's great. So, um, well, let's get in. Speaking of Wells Fargo and the the uh, stagecoach, let's talk a little Wells Fargo. So Max Home is going to be able to defend a title for the first time in his career. That's exciting. I know it's, it's actually one of my favorite weeks. I love I love the Charlotte. Uh, uh, I love Charlotte the city. I, I love the golf course. Quail Hollows golf course is great. I always felt like this one. They they all it always this one was always exciting. Like it, for for some reason this had more like down the stretch sixteen seventeen eighteen like back and forth. Like you really don't right. know what's going to happen because of how hard those holes are. Right. And it can change and it has changed. That you know who wins and finishes second, third, and fourth several years. So it's just fun. It's always I always kind of felt like you know it's, it was always in. May, like, you know, in Ohio, golf doesn't really even start till May, unfortunately, because right. there could still be snow on the ground in April. So I always felt like in Charlotte, it's green as it can be. And it was one of the 
and you knew the Memorial was coming up. It was kind of like the first in, like, even though the Masters is the first tournament for golf, I always felt like this one was right. more maybe for the Northerners. This was kind of like the first one. So yeah, and I'm I'm excited about it. Um, cause, number one, because I'm a huge, you know, this I'm a huge Max Homa fan. Um, I want to watch him have that opportunity to to defend his title for the first time. And you know, he's not playing poorly. You know, we just talked about it. Talked about him at the Valspar. He didn't have a great Sunday, but. Um, you know, I don't think he's a middle-of-the-road guy on the PGA Tour anymore. He's now inside the top 40 in the world golf rankings. Plus, yeah. did you know that he's top 10 in every strokes gained category over the last four months? Well, no, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't, that doesn't really surprise me, though. I mean, because, I mean, maybe we'll, maybe we'll see him be able to defend and validate. I mean, because when you when – you, the stats – the stats are hard to fake. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like, they normally do, they normally do. I mean, when Tiger was winning everything that he was leading in a lot of the categories. Right. So normally we see people win um, or are leading in those categories. They're, they're going to be up there. So. Absolutely. Uh, and of course, I think uh, we talked about this uh, during our Valspar conversation. I certainly think that uh, Max Homa could be in the middle of a uh, U.S. Ryder cup conversation. Uh, yes, with absolutely. A good performance here, I mean, so. like I said, anybody who's who, you know, you get in by points, obviously, but anybody who's on, who wins, that they're going to be that captain's pick uh, or picks, you know, that they're going to make that argument for that because it moves it, to win. It moves just so high up in the FedEx Cup points that you could have you know miss cuts after miss cuts, but then you get a win and you just you catapult twenty spots. So. So I uh, I put on our run sheet that I sent you a couple of guys I think to look out for here. Rory's going to be one of them. Uh, some notes on Rory. Since January 1, there's 19 golfers who have better strokes gain numbers than Rory does. Since February 1st, that number went up to 31. Since March 1st, it's 51, which is not a good trend for somebody who's who's trying to win. Uh, especially a, a little bit of rebuilding his swing. I mean, yeah, I mean, he is. Find the two-way misses. Um, but the, the good news is, though, for him, nobody in history has been better at Quail Hollow than Rory McIlroy. He's the all-time strokes gained leader there, um, several weeks off after his miscut of the Masters. So, you know, he's he's going to be fresh. We'll probably see a different version of McIlroy than, you know, what, yeah, what, what we we've will. been seeing. Uh, well, but, you know, one, one, thing that, um, one thing that makes it a little bit easier to pick, uh, you know, when you're doing, doing top, top 10 picks, top five picks and winners is that you really have to look at how they play the golf course. Now, right. we, we didn't have a show um, that was following the Masters. I mean, my pick for the Masters um, was, and I just went blank. Um, I'll think of it in a second. Sure <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. Um, it was, um, not, I can't think of his name, but anyway, but he played, but he's in, he played, he fin who finished second or third? He finished second or third because, and the only reason I picked him is because he plays the golf course. Well, if right. you look at the, the leaderboards historically, um, so it doesn't surprise me. I think we'll see where, cause when you're comfortable someplace and you have one there and led in stat categories and stuff like that, then it almost doesn't matter how you're hitting it that week. You, you do feel more at home with the, how the golf course sets up for you. So, wow. Yeah. So the other guy that I had to look out for, uh, this weekend is going to be Justin Thomas. Uh, and here's why since March 1st, he's getting nearly three and a half strokes on the field per round from green to, from T to green and losing at least a half a round with his putter. Um, you know, this past week, uh, he, he should have been in it. He really should have been in it. Yeah, um, he should. 
and I, I'm I'm very I, I was I was kind of shocked that he wasn't like going into Sunday. I thought okay, Thomas is yeah, going to make his move. That's a name. That's a guy that you think yeah. is going to make a charge. Um, Xander Shoffley, by the way, those who my pick. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ex- but, I mean, it's easy. But you see, like that's why Johnny or Harbor Town he picks Webb Simpson because Webb Simpson's a Wake right. Forest guy and he right. it's narrow and he hits it short. So I mean, this this I think Roy, I mean I don't, I haven't actually looked. I was going to hopefully you surprise me with Johnny's picks. Yeah, I've got him here. Um, I've with, got him with Wells. I didn't look at him on purpose. I wanted to see. Who he went with? So I, I mean, I mean, I'm, I've been trying to dabble into some golf picks myself. I'm not, I'm nowhere on Johnny's level, um, but, but this week I did some, some pretty deep research, and I made some picks before I got Johnny's, and I was going to see where mine were in relation to Johnny. So oh, okay, I had Victor Hovland twenty to one as the winner. Okay, I've got JT. Uh, plus one ten is a top ten, and then I've got Jason Day as a sleeper at fifty to one. Yeah, I hope things. I hope things start coming for him. He's way talented, Jason Day. Now he's battled injuries. He's yeah. still fighting back stuff. But I mean, that's a guy that, that well, I think a lot of people have forgotten just because he, he hasn't. We have you know we, golf in twenty twenty wasn't the same, and he hadn't been around. But I mean, I can see him breaking out, especially now. Did you see in the top twenty for yeah. him? Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good sleeper pick for sure. That's a good ham sandwich. I hate to call Jason Day a ham sandwich pick, by the way. I mean, because it's but right. he's not. But it's been it's been some time since we've seen him in and the it, spot. And at fifty to one, that qualifies barely yeah. as a ham sandwich. That definitely, for that, that definitely qualifies for the ham. Yeah. So nobody cares what my picks are, though, Bus. Everybody's more concerned about Johnny's picks. I'm gonna put those up on the screen for everybody watching the videos on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. So here's who Johnny has for the Wells Fargo Championship. He's got the uh, to win. He's got uh, Zalatoris at twenty-eight to one, Abraham Answer at fifty to one, Harmon at fifty to one, and his ham sandwich is a true long shot with Doc Redman at two hundred to one. Yeah, wow. I'd be interested in how he got to that. I mean, there there are going to be several guys at two hundred or, or worse at to one, but sure. I, I, don't, I would like to know how he got to Doc there. He's got a couple of options at uh, top ten to finish in the top ten. Again, he's got Zalatoris at plus two eighty. If you don't pick him to win, I guess. Sung JM at plus 400 in the top 10. Um, and I like his pick of uh, Varner, Harold Varner in the in the top 20 at plus 400. And then Doc Redman again at plus 650 in the top 20. Yeah, I have way more confidence in, in Varner's. I would too. Uh, than, than I do Doc. I but. mean, to me, that top 20 almost seems like a lock, you know, for, for Varner. But uh, oh, you're right. It, 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 it does almost seem like that. Um, yeah, I'm interested that, that Will's Alatoris. I mean, very, that's very interesting to me. I, I feel like what's the best way to say this? I feel like the, you don't see, you don't see too many first time winners at Quail Hollow. Mm-hmm. Now, now obviously know that Max, um, I, I know that Max Homa was a first time winner. I get that. But right. I'm just saying, if you look historically, it's normally someone who has like won there before. I mean, right. it's sometimes it's, it's like a, and so Max, Max is an exception because now it wouldn't surprise me if Max won, cause he'd be a repeat guy. Yeah. I don't, see the, you don't see the new guys, Win there, I feel right. like the new guys are they're they're winning. Um, I mean, they're winning the John Deere Classic, right? Or right. because it's a golf course that not the big boys are playing at. There, there, there's better opportunity for them to you know do something. It's like when you get to some of these like traditional tournaments, like we're we're about to see like Valspar's been around, Wells Fargo's been around, Memorial's been around. I feel like they're the, the guys that like you know Bryson DeChambeau is going to play well at Memorial because yeah. he's won. And then that, those are the guys who you see 
win. So that's right. surprising about Will, you know? Yeah, that kind of shocked me, too, when he sent me those. Um, and I tell you, my 20-1, my, to 1, my winner, Victor Hovland. I like that pick, though. You know, like it's – it's it's I, and I love Victor. You know, it, Quail Hollow's a long, a long course, and he's, he's a long ball hitter. Um, he's suffered his short game is his, has hurt him recently, but he's everything I'm reading. He's, he's short up his short game a little bit and I'll be honest, mentally, it's time that he wins a big boy tournament. Yeah. And, and I he's think, ready to take that next step. He is. Sure. He's ready. So that was part he of why just as talented. He is just as talented as those guys, those yeah. speeds, the group that we talked about earlier. He really is. Absolutely. He's one of the newer guys, but still he, that guy can play. So he just needs to, I'm telling you, it's just like, once you get the first one, it, it does make it, you know, you realize one, I can do this, right. That it right, gives you some validation. Right. Like, okay, I can do it. I know what, I know what it takes to do it. And then that just does tremendous stuff for your confidence. I mean, you just, then you see them go off. So. Well, it's going to be a fun watch. Do you have anything else in your notes here for us to watch out for at uh, quail hollow? Oh, for well, just those last three holes. I'm telling yeah. you like, you know, it's, it'll be exciting to watch because you, you might not like in this case, Sam Burns had, you know, three-shot lead going into the last three. Well, then he finished with a three-shot lead. This time, you 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 can't say that. That's why it's right. that's why it's entertaining because they're the hazards, you know, the penalty areas. They're so it's so penalizing those in those last three that it can really shift. I mean, right. you can see some big numbers without the stretch. Well, we're looking forward to it. Uh, tee off tomorrow morning on Thursday. Uh, certainly get your picks in if you're following Johnny's or you're no, following. No, place your bets. Place your bets. Make your bets. Oh yeah, That's don't what... don't make picks. Make bets. Make See, I already bet. forgot my yeah. own my own slogan that I'm going to try to sell to Johnny. That's right. <laughs> but to get that in tonight, and uh, I guess that's going to wrap things up for us. We do not have a getting out of the rough because Johnny usually handles that and uh, is not here. Um, but we'll we'll be back with that next week, and we should be pretty much back on schedule. I think right for a weekly show here. I think so. I think it would be fun next week. We talked about it a little bit, uh, and we didn't know if we'd have. We didn't. We ran out of time, which is fine. Yeah. But next week, I, th- I really think we should start. We'll know a little bit more about the Super League stuff, the right? Su- because oh, that, yeah. that's gonna. It's just now starting to create some controversy. I mean, the, the, they're starting to interview the players and asking them about it. So I mean, maybe next week it's perfect time to get into that because we'll know more. We 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 did some research. We know about it, but yeah. I'm interested to see what the other what the other players are saying about it so you know that, and i saw up. i saw you know we, we we talked about it before the show that i saw it on the golf channel today and it's literally the first time i've ever heard of it um but they interviewed some big name guys oh, yeah. and you he, mm-hmm. I, I remember specifically rory they interviewed and rory was yeah. like no i'm out i'm not even remotely interested i don't care the P- pga is my home they've given me everything and i'm loyal to the pga <clears throat> i can't do it in a cool accent like he does um, and then I, on the other side of the fence, they interviewed John Rom, who was like, yeah, you know, I'd be willing to listen and, and give it a shot and, and see what they have to offer. And, and, and Richard Hoffman said the same thing. Uh, he's like, yeah. oh, we'll look into that. And sure. Like, well, As a matter of fact, to listen to, you're going to listen to it. So I think that, I mean, we, like, it, it, we, we can't start it now because we're going to get too deep in it. So yeah, next week will be perfect true. because we'll have, we'll get the opportunities for other comments from guys because we'll see what the Dustin Johnson say. I mean, remember it's only going to be like the top 10% guys. Right. So it's only like the big time guys. So right. we'll, we'll see how they react to it. Yeah. So next week we'll get into the uh, super league golf and everything yeah. that that may have to offer and who's interested that's on the tour. Who's not interested. Who's saying no, who's saying maybe um, we'll be happy to talk to everybody about that. Hey, make sure you follow us on social media at from the rough PGA. I am, uh, excuse me. I am at IndyCar Tim. He is at the real C bus with one S. 
Uh, it's funny. So when I when I'm doing a show with you, I say the rules C bus with one S. When I have Colby on, it's the the it's uh, oh, yeah. Colby Sap with two P's. I got to make sure I got my P's and S's all all in order here when I'm talking with oh, you guys. Got ham with two M's. It's ham with yeah, but that's not in any I mean, of my handles. You know. <laughs> but uh, you can also find us on Facebook. We do have a Facebook page from the rough. You can catch all the videos there or on our YouTube channel, or on our Twitter feed. All the videos will be there in perpetuity for you to go back and look, and um, we'll be happy to correspond with you. Uh, we do have an email address. That email address is from the rough PGA at gmail.com if you'd like to email into the show. If it's a good one, we may read it on the next show and, and make you famous on the air uh, to, yeah. to all 12 people that watch our show. But uh, <laughs> I guess fame is relative, right? But now it's like that. there's there's way more now. There is now because Johnny's not here. Yeah, we got we got all the people watching tonight. So, well, that's gonna do it for us from from the rough. We appreciate everybody tuning in. We appreciate everybody being a part of this one. Thanks to the Highlands Performance Golf Center. Make sure you give them a call nine seven two seven three three four one one one. HighlandsPGC.com. Chris, it's been fun. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, enjoy the golf. Take care, everybody. <laughs>